0: Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, celebrities, they're just like us. Mm. Some people like you, some people don't.
2: That's true, Donna. Thanks, Steve. Oh. Deef has a new poll where they tossed out the names of 50 celebrities, and then they asked people, do you have a positive or a negative opinion of them right now, like at the moment? Hmm. So we've got some of the uh, highlights, those that scored highest with positive reviews, and then we'll get into those who scored um, highest with negative reviews. Okay. Topping BuzzFeed's list.
0: Can I guess? Is, can we, can Mike and I do a little guessing game here? you tell us where they fall on the list or how many people like them? Absolutely,
2: Donna. Why would I stand in the way of that fun?
0: I want to start with people who are per- perceived to be very likable celebrities.
2: All right, we'll start with the positive list. Like, right.
0: Okay, Motskana.
2: So surprisingly, Motskana on this zubdeef <laughs> list came in at number six. How Tom many? Hanks, of course.
0: Backwards, Motskana. Mm-hmm.
2: And he was tied with Eid al-Agag. <laughs>
0: Are we going to do this?
2: That's Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they had 89 percent of people had positive opinions about Lady Gaga and Tom Hanks, but got they it. were number six on the list. I would Give say me some other names. I would say Morgan Freeman. Feels like I would trust
1: him. He's, Morgan he's Freeman has some is,
0: sketchy stuff going on in his personal. Oh, life, does he? Did I yeah, like, he yeah. Was, like dating his granddaughter or oh, something. Well, that's some weird. weird stuff. Anyway, that's a deep dive.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, he's not on the list. Oh, darn it. Okay. He's not on the list. <laughs> stayed up enough on him, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, anytime we mention anything good about Morgan Freeman, Freeman, somebody emails us and is like, have you read this story? My bad. Save the email. That's okay. No, you can only know what no, you know. you know and... what
0: you know.
2: <coughs> That's coughing. More names from the positive opinions list. These are celebrities who, if you say the name... Who do you have an immediate positive opinion of? Who do you have an immediate negative opinion of? Let's stay positive for a little bit. Uh, so far, you've gotten Tom Hanks right. Give me more.
0: Ellen DeGeneres.
2: Ellen DeGeneres did not make the positive list.
0: She's probably fallen down many notches.
2: Get this. According to BuzzFeed's list, Ellen DeGeneres and Adam Levine both came in at number three on the negative <gasps> opinions what? list. They both got 90% negative opinions. Wow. Let's go happy again.
0: All right. John Krasinski. Oh, good one.
2: That is a good one. But? It is not on this list. Damn it. Maybe his name wasn't given.
0: Sure. You haven't gotten
2: higher than number five so far. Come on. You know this. Give me celebrities that you hear about them and people are like, oh, yep, love them.
0: Jennifer Coolidge.
2: Not on the list, but maybe the name not given. Come on, think uh, country. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's
0: good. That's good.
2: Keanu Reeves came in at number one. Ooh, nice. 96% positive opinions about Keanu Reeves. However, he did not hold number one alone, he was tied. With someone who is very Dolly, pardon. Dolly is number two. Good, ninety-five percent positive opinion. But Keanu tied with this short actor at number one.
0: Tom Cruise. That can't be right.
2: No. Wow, burn. Kevin Hart. Great guess, but no. Older.
0: Okay. Um. 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 What's his face? Keaton. Oh. Um, um. Danny what? DeVito. Oh you that's are good. correct. We oh go. good, good. Danny good.
2: DeVito. Mike, you're crushing this right now. <laughs> I'm to get Destroying the the way. Donna. That's right. Okay. Donna, this is uh this is how games go for Donna right now. That's
0: correct. It's fine.
2: Ryan Reynolds came in at number three on the list. Ninety two percent positive. Then Blake Lively, his wife. So they're just like a people love them as a couple. Sure. That'll hurt the heart. If they ever break up, that will hurt the heart. Uh, Adam Sandler came in at number seven. Nicole Kidman came in at number eight.
0: Nicole Kidman is kind of one of those just kind of benign feelings towards her because she's neither like annoying nor she's a great actress. You know, there's nothing about her like Ryan Reynolds where you're like, oh, my God, she's got the best personality. Sure. She's just. A good actress and seems nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's the gravestone. (laughs) Coming in at number nine on the list, Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. They both got 77% positive opinions. Wow. And then number 10, uh, Harry Styles and Martha Stewart. They both came in at number 10, uh, 74% positive opinions. Okay. The closest toss-ups... Uh, Let's see here. Doja Cat and Liam Hemsworth, they were 51% positive. Chelsea Handler, 52% positive. Ben Affleck, 52% positive. Dave Chappelle, 53% negative. Blake Shelton, 54% negative. I thought that's sort of surprising.
0: That is surprising.
2: Who tops the list on the other side of the coin? Negative opinion comes to mind when this name is brought up. Can I say it? Yes. Amber Heard. it's a good guess. You are incorrect. Wow. Okay. Okay. This person is much, 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 much richer than Amber Heard. Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk came in tied with Jeff Bezos at number two, Hmm. both with a 91% negative. Someone else was more disliked than them. Oprah... Donna. I'm sorry. <laughs> rich.
0: Is that his first name or is he rich? He's rich. His name is Is he an actor?
2: He is not. More cyborg.
0: Okay, so we got a cyborg guy. Uh you already said Elon Musk. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Facebook. Zuckerberg. Yep. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Zuckerberg.
0: Zuckerberg. <laughs>
2: yes. Mark cyborg. Zuckerberg. Ninety four percent of people hear the name Mark Zuckerberg and have a negative opinion of him. Uh, we mentioned Ellen DeGeneres and Adam Levine are there at number three. Kylie Jenner, 82% negative. Then uh, Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner, they were 75% negative. And number five on the list of the least favorable opinions when the name of this celebrity comes out, the aforementioned James Corden. 78% yeah. negative. Yeah.
0: 78 okay. I heard you. 78 I think, like for Ellen, I think people really liked Ellen. Oh,
2: for sure. And
0: then these stories come out, and then they're like, oh, she's just fake nice. So I don't like her anymore. Yes, Queen. Which I guess is unfair. Because we don't know the whole story. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye.
2: We'll see you, Donna. (laughs) When we come back, the Super Bowl is just days away. So we'll be sprinkling in some Super Bowl stories uh, over the next couple of days. How about the five best Super Bowl plays of all time? What would make that list? Also, if that doesn't tickle your fancy and you more so go to the Super Bowl for the food, the most searched Super Bowl dips by state. We'll talk about both of those things when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. What's up, friends? Hey, it's Steve from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know what they're doing today? I can tell you, saving people money. You want to save some money without lifting a finger? Great, it's really easy. Okay, you have to just technically lift a finger, just like to go to thecanopygroup.com, click, get a quote, and then boom, we're done. They'll connect with you. They will talk with you about what your insurance needs are, what kind of cars do we have, uh, is there property? Do you have a home? Do you have cabin? All that kind of stuff. And then what they do is they have a team of 40 specialists who work hard to get savings for you. How do they do it? They have 16 different insurance companies that they've partnered with for years, develop relationships with. That's important because when it's claim time, right? Time to put up or shut up, they go to bat for you, right? I mean, and they say, look, take good care of these people. And uh, what, what you'll find is you have companies coming back to you, some big companies, maybe some others you've never heard of before, saying, hey, we can give them this coverage at this price. And you're going to look and say, wow, that coverage is better than what I have now. And we're saving money. Tis true. Can be done. Thecanopygroup.com.
0: It's us, Donna and Steve, on MyChalk 1071. Everything entertainment. Appreciate you guys listening. Do we have a study, Steve? Yeah. You want me to make it official, Steve? Yeah. Okay, here it comes. Studies have shown
1: that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve.
2: Sometimes when we see a study, uh, it's a stretch. It's like, was this a study? But other times, studies come to us from websites that have the word study in the (laughs) domain. Oh, like okay, sure. org, studyfinds.org. Huh? Huh? They put together a list of the five best Super Bowl plays of all time. They're all fairly recent, but we could argue pretty legit. Donna, because Should I, I don't... No, no. <laughs> I was going to say because I don't want to be stereotypical. I don't want to be sexist. I don't want to mansplain anything. Let me first offer the floor to you. Any plays that come to mind that you're wondering if they made the list? Sure. Like which?
0: Um, like the um, the big old hail mary.
2: <laughs> Just a, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: well, are we being specific? Like, remember the time when so and so did the thing?
2: Yeah. So this Wasn't... is not a list of like the hail mary, uh, sweep right. These are uh, specific plays, not not plays that one would call in a huddle, but how the play played out okay. on the field. All
0: right, that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Wasn't the original Hail Mary, like, that's got to be on the list, right?
2: No, it's not on the list. I don't know if that happened in the Super Bowl. We recently oh, talked about the original Hail Mary. these are only
0: Super Bowl. Okay, okay, sorry. Important part of the story. Mm.
2: We all occasionally black out when the other's talking, don't we?
0: A little bit. It just happens. It's, true.
2: it's the human you experience. Know, you you
0: kind of leave, you're like, whoop. And then when you come back into focus, you missed like pivotal information. Yes. Sorry about that.
2: Sometimes if you do this long enough, you black out midway through telling the story,
0: and then <laughs> someone asks you a follow
2: up question, you're like, "I'm sorry, what, what are you talking about?" <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> oh, is that what I said? Unbelievable. Well, I
0: think it. Is, I think what happens is if you talk long enough on a regular basis, it just starts to be. Um, how do you say uh, this thing? <laughs>
1: You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh Got it Uh Uh-huh
0: Anyway Uh, No, I don't want to participate
2: Well, fine Here are some plays The David Tyree helmet catch
0: Oh, yeah, that was great
2: This happened Super Bowl Forty Two. Tom Brady and the Patriots were a little over a minute away from victory In an undefeated season, by the way the Giants had the ball on third down, five yards to go. Eli Manning had to pull some serious moves. He was about to get sacked. They could have almost blown the play dead. He escapes the pressure, launches a 32-yard pass to David Tyree, who controlled her all the way to the ground by holding the football against his helmet with one hand. The Giants went on to win the game and spoil what would have been a 19-0 season for the Pats. Interesting fact... This David Tyree catch, for sure, one of the most iconic Super Bowl moments ever. How about this? He never caught another ball in the NFL. He was cut.
0: What? Wow.
2: He was cut. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Santonio Holmes touchdown catch, Super Bowl forty three for my Pittsburgh Steelers. They were trailing the Cardinals 23-20, 43 seconds left in the game.
0: Pretty sure that's JLo. And PS, the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And Roethlisberger floats one of the back right corner of the end zone. And Santonio Holmes Donna, for it to be a catch inbounds, you have to have two feet that touch inbounds before you go out of bounds. It's one in college, it's two in the pros. Santonio Holmes catches the ball and just—I mean, like a, like he was in ballet—dots both of his toes, oh. just barely. It like the, there was no margin for error. It was unbelievable. And then the Steelers went on to win that Super Bowl. How about Malcolm Butler's goal line interception? This happened in Super Bowl forty-nine. Patriots involved in a lot of these. Forty-three seconds left. The Seahawks were trailing the Patriots twenty-eight to twenty-four, but. They had the ball on the Patriots' one-yard line, and it was only second and goal. And they had a guy in the backfield named Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, who's just an animal. So then everybody's thinking, all right, they're going to hand it off to Marshawn Lynch. All he needs is a yard. He'll get a yard. Instead, Russell Wilson tried to pass the ball. It was intercepted by Malcolm Butler in a real bang-bang play right at the one, right at the goal line, really. would have been a touchdown. Boom, instead intercepted, clinches the win, for the New England Patriots, and they had had a the the Seahawks had had a crazy, I believe it was a Tyler Lockett catch down the right sideline leading up to that, which was already like holy crap, what a catch! That was a dramatic turn of events. Kevin Dyson gets stopped at the one yard line. This is way back. This is Super Bowl thirty four. There were six seconds on the clock. The Rams were leading the Titans twenty three to sixteen, but Tennessee had a first and ten at the Rams ten yard line. Quarterback Steve McNair hit receiver Dyson at the five-yard line, but he was hit at the three by the Rams linebacker. He hits the ground with the ball just one yard short of a game-winning touchdown as time ran out.
0: Can you even imagine what that poor guy felt like being that close and failing? You're my queen. I am your athletic supporter.
2: And finally, this happened a few years ago uh in Minneapolis no less, the Philly Special, Super Bowl 52. It uh Eagles quarterback Nick Foles pretended to adjust the offensive line. He like goes up to one of his linemen starts hollering. And then there was a rookie running back, Corey Clement, who took a direct snap uh and then hands it off to third string tight end Trey Burton. Burton then throws the ball to the quarterback, Nick Foles, wide open for a touchdown. The Eagles ended up winning forty-one to thirty-three after a Tom Brady final drive, uh, or a couple, you know, fumble late in the game, and then a desperate attempt at a hail mary at the very end of that game, mm. and then it did not come to pass. But there you go; those are five big plays. Will we see an iconic play this Sunday? That's a good question, Steve.
0: Thanks, me. I <laughs> I almost feel like. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl for the commercials and for the halftime show and for the national anthem. And then I'm going to focus in maybe the third or fourth quarter of the game. Probably late in in the third. Yeah, it's not a bad plan. I'll look on Twitter to see what was happening in the game. Other than that, I'll be knitting a sweater.
2: Maybe you'll be busy with the taco dip because that is the number one search for dips in the great state of Minnesota and Wisconsin, for that matter. People are looking up taco dip for their Super Bowl dips. Hmm.
0: Maybe we should have a uh, a Super Bowl post party on Monday since we're going to be here all day. No. Okay. <laughs> up. What does that mean?
2: That means no.
0: Does that? Oh, no uh-oh.
2: means no. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, well, when we come back, Rocco's going to join us with some kind of surprise, maybe the Millennial X Games.
1: It's my understanding that neither Donna nor Steve uh, asked for a caller for the Millennial X Games, so why don't I just throw that out right now? 651-641-1071. Let's say you're a Gen Xer and you want to help Steve. Call us. Let's say you're a millennial. You want to help Donna. Call. I'm doing your work here for you. Donna. All right. Thank How'd you. That Appreciate
0: that. Thank um, you. sorry. We didn't know if.
1: It is
2: Wednesday. Well, we, yeah, yeah, we knew, Donna. We just didn't. We get just. To it. Let's we, just take know, ownership. We Donna. failed.
0: Okay. Fair. We're still Yes. All right. Give us a call. Come on. Come on. 651 641 1071. Rocco will take your calls and I'll hit this button.
1: Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> oh yeah. And Donna, you'll be happy. I because we learned this week that you're a goth, like death worshiper. Yes. Yes. Um, All these questions are about death and skulls and depressing things. Because that's like the new you. That's who she is? It's not
0: the new me.
2: 2023, she is Boneyard Valentine.
1: Now, remember? Hey, sorry friends, Donna just got dark again.
0: That is about eight years old. How long were
2: you at? I don't want to give them any publicity, so I'm going to call it J-103.
0: 20 and a half years. You've almost
2: been here half as long as you were there.
0: I know. Uh, I know.
2: That's interesting.
0: Thank you. 20 and a half. And you think I would have gotten, like, I don't know, a ribbon or something.
2: I think you got a box, I
0: got my walking paper. Woo! Do we have a call? We have
1: a Gen Xer. So that's usually what happens. All right, that's they, for Steve. They're kind of in our target. Um, so that's Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hello. How hey, are you? Kel.
2: Doing really great. I'm looking forward to us teaming up and hopefully winning you that new safe.
1: <laughs> no. Probably Kelly, just
0: don't even listen to him. Um, uh, here's what we'll do. Yes. If I need a lifeline, I'll call Q. He's out,
1: yeah, just outside that. the door. We'll okay, just do that. Okay, sounds good. All right, I want to go first. Hang on, Kelly. Okay. Uh, hit the button. All right, come up. i got to look at my <laughs> Um, Okay. Not using it. Movies. Movies. All right. All right. Uh, there was a movie from 1998. Okay. Where Anthony Hopkins is uh-huh. visited by... Death.
0: Mmm.
1: Played by Brad Pitt.
0: Yes. What
1: movie was that?
0: Is that The Devil and Me? The Devil? The Devil. The
1: Devil and Me.
0: I'm gonna go ask people out in
1: the hall. (laughs) Okay, this is going well. How's it going, Steve?
2: Oh, Wait. you know, it's just the it's the day of preparation. I I fly out tonight to Breckenridge. Oh, you know? fun! So it's uh, it's all the last. Who's minute. filling
1: in for you? Are you going to do Maddie B I've... from TV? Oh, hey.
2: yeah, Maddie B from TV. All
1: right. Oh, hey. Hi. We went to Breckenridge uh, during that first year of the pandemic and really enjoyed it. Meet yeah. Joe Black. Final. That is correct.
0: Thank you, Holly
1: Roberts. Oh, Okay, that Holly. Doesn't she's count. an encyclopedia. She, on, like, yeah, yeah. she really is. Here's a scene from that movie. you death. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I saw the movie. It was really weird. Okay. Okay, well. Um, Steve's turn. Steve's. Let's turn. go. Man. It goes kings. Like Television. Television. Uh, I want you to name this television actor slash comedian known for his foreign man character, his Elvis impersonations, and his stint as a wrestling villain. He died at age 35 Ah. of lung cancer in 1984. Mm. Can you name him? (laughs) I'm going to say, can you repeat just the very
2: first part of the question? Uh, Yes,
1: he was known for his character Foreign Man. Uh, He did an Elvis impersonation, and he had a stint as a wrestling villain. He was a television actor slash comedian.
2: I'm going to go Andy Kaufman final
1: answer. That That sounds right. Correct. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. And here is one of his impressions.
0: I would like to imitate Archie Bunker. you stupid. Everybody's so stupid. You, you, meeket, get out of my chair. You think back going to the kitchen, make me the food. Everybody's so stupid. I don't like nobody so stupid.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, uh, <That's> so- <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of his bit. He would do two like really bad impersonations and then he would say, "Now I'd like to do Elvis Presley." And he would come back and do like a perfect Elvis. Yep.
2: Oh, that's So cool. good. And yeah, so and then he got in a slap fight with Jerry Lawler yes. Yes. yeah, that
1: was something great. else. <laughs> one to one? Okay, one to one after one. Yeah, big
2: money. Come on, not
1: music. <laughs> I'm oh, screwed. No. Um Can you name this song? It won a Grammy Award in 1997. It hit number one for like 11 weeks. It was called I'll Be Missing You. Mm. It was a song of mourning done by what artist in tribute to what other artist who had recently been murdered?
0: I think this might be Diana Ross. I don't know about the year. I think it has something to do with Marvin Gaye. Again, my timing is off. I'll be missing you. Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. Thinking about
1: Marvin Gaye. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. So I'm going to give you the L on that one. But um, she did have a song called Missing You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you Tell me why the room turned mm. Yes um, But the song I was looking for, Steve probably knows it I'll be missing it. Was the track, Puff Daddy So fuck me mm. Just in my defense, my answer, except
0: for the year, was exactly right. The song had been written, composed, and produced by Lionel Richie as a tribute to Marvin Gaye, who was murdered by his father earlier that year. Diana Ross, missing you. Thank you. Wow. I'll Um, take half a point.
1: Thank you. Steve, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: No. Um, No, I was just swept away in Diddy's stylings right there. It was great. That song was such a banger. You know,
1: I've been waiting. I've been sitting on this button for a few weeks just in case. Unexpected bonus. (laughs) (laughs) What if... (laughs) You both have the same name. It's the same name game. (laughs) I love it. Same name. So, what if we did this?
0: And I love Lionel Richie. I wish wow. we were friends.
2: We, we just spun into a different part of the metaverse.
1: <laughs> we really did. This is like everything, everywhere, all at once.
2: Yeah, bruh. I got um, hot dogs.
1: Uh, so, yeah, let's I take this husbands. song, Missing You.
0: I'm going to dedicate this to Buddy Boo. Trying to oh. Understand
2: oh, God rest his soul. I'm going to dedicate it to Max, because then we have Max.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, that's a great question. I'm I uh, visited 9 9 11 It's six and a half years.
1: Wow. All right. Maybe well, did, seven.
0: Thank you for asking.
1: If you were to yeah. sing to him about missing him, would you sing that one by Diana Ross or? Oh, I love this song, too. Is this John Waite? John Waite. And I'm yeah. kind of, I'm sensing that both of these songs came out in
2: 1984. This is it. This wins. This wins. Good. Good. Oh, I feel like it's 1986. I do, do. And it's a Every rainy Saturday. <laughs> Saturday.
1: <laughs> all right, so we're giving John Waite the win there. I
0: always catch yes. my breath. Oh, these are great and moments. Standing here, and you're miles away. Uh, and I'm why you're right, are you doing sorry, this to Diane us? Ross. Sorry. And sorry Diane to our Ross. caller on the sorry line. Sorry to our okay.
1: caller. Sorry Again, to everybody that Donna. didn't like the unexpected bonus.
2: If they call in. In the 11 o'clock hour on a Wednesday, I feel like they're not exactly pressed for time. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a disrespect. No, way, they're probably Donna's on lunch like, break. They're on, yeah, they're fine. They're part of the show. Rocco, pull them up right now. Let me hear my caller. Uh, Let me just see Kelly. if she's doing Kelly. okay. Kelly, Kelly, how you, Kelly are you, doing? you feel okay, right?
0: I feel great. Cool. This great, Kelly. I
2: love you, Kelly. You're my best friend. I, you should replace Donna someday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Okay. Well, that was she unexpected might. bonus. We'll keep that button handy in case it ever comes awesome. up again. That's bonus bonus ham. ham. All right. So <laughs> oh, yeah. it is. Uh, Steve needs a second question, right? Otherwise, it's two to. It's one to one after one and a half. Yeah. Is yeah, that um, where we're going with? Or no. Yes.
0: <laughs> I have one and a half points because uh, okay. I get bonus for okay. this. <laughs> <bonus. laughs> Come
1: on. music Um, alright we're talking about death and skulls and all sorts of stuff because Donna's a goth Um, the 1987 Guns N' Roses debut album with five skulls on a Celtic cross was Hmm. titled what
0: Hmm.
2: just repeat the beginning of that again the
1: 1987 Guns N' Roses debut album It was a big deal, sold like uh, millions, which uh, we'll get to if there's a tiebreaker. Uh, It had five skulls on a Celtic cross and it was called what? I'll even tell you it was a three word
2: I'm gonna go to Kelly.
1: Kelly! Um,
2: Kelly doesn't sound to me like she listened to a lot of Guns N' Roses. She might
1: have had big hair But maybe she did.
2: Kelly, any idea what the uh, album title was, Guns N' Roses debut album?
1: You know,
0: I don't know what the debut album was, but I probably had it on a tape cassette. Yes. Mm. Darn it. And I'm thinking, I don't think this was their debut, though. Um, that song with uh, Patience on it, I mean, the album with Patience, oh, that wasn't yeah. their debut.
2: Wasn't? Every Rose. Um, could it have been a self titled Guns and Roses? <laughs> said Let's was... go
0: with that. I like it.
2: All right, whatever. We're going to try that oh. final.
0: I feel like if it's something oh. more like tattoos and scars or something like that. Appetite Welcome.
2: for destruction. Yes, cute. Welcome to the jungle. Yes, that's how it all started. Appetite
0: for destruction.
2: That's what it's called. Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. a, a big years. deal. That's
1: hard. All it right, screw do. that. Here we go. Okay, fine. final question. Uh, so it is one to one after two. I have one and a half. Thank you. Uh, let's go to this
0: headlines. Headlines.
1: All right, Donna. Uh, yes. We're talking about death and sadness. Uh, in two thousand one, R and B singer Aliyah mm-hmm. was killed in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. I would like you to spell Aliyah.
0: Um. Wow, I didn't know we were going to have a spelling bee today. <laughs>
2: But you're complaining in spell.
0: A L A Y A.
1: Nope. All right. I lose. A-
2: A-L-I-A-L-I-Y-A-H.
1: He missed the second A, but yes. A A L I Y A H.
2: A A Ron. She was A A Lee. Oh, my. Okay.
1: All right. So I guess it comes down to this, right? If Steve yeah. gets this, he uh, wins. That's right. Yeah. All right. Spin the wheel. Please. Movies. Uh, there was a 1989 movie. Dolly Parton runs a hair salon. Sally Field's daughter, Julia Roberts, gives birth to Dylan McDermott's baby. Then dies of complications from diabetes. Name that sad movie about death. Did you
2: say Sally Field? <laughs> sorry. I too doubt and came back with diabetes.
1: It's the beeps. Uh, Dolly Parton runs a hair salon. Sally Field's oh, okay. daughter, Julia Roberts, gives okay. birth to Dylan McDermott's baby, then dies of complications Ooh. from diabetes.
2: Crap. I'm just going to say nine to five, final answer. Okay.
0: Oh, it's working, Can I girl. guess? Nope. Yes. Is it fried green
1: tomatoes? Uh, no, it was uh, Steel, Magnolias.
0: Steel Magnolias. Steel ah, yeah, Magnolias. So no, that means that we got to
1: really go out. to the tiebreaker. How no, many wait, 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 millions of copies has Appetite for Destruction sold? In the United States. I'm looking for an answer. In millions. In
0: the U.S.
1: In the U.S., according to Wikipedia. 14 million. Steve? 1 million. It was 18 million. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! i think that means kelly loses hello it is rocco for Crescent Tide cremation services lisa and verlin it's a family-run small business right here in saint paul you know they used to be in the full service funeral business and at one point they were just like this just doesn't feel right i feel like we're charging people for all this money for things they don't necessarily need when so many people these days when a death in the family occurs just want a simple cremation and then go have a celebration uh, of their choosing you know maybe a, a backyard get-together maybe a scattering of ashes in a special place and so they said you know what let's just do that simple cremation part let's keep it simple transparent and affordable and that's what they do uh, simple cremation start at just $800 uh, you can make additions and stuff but again that's where the transparent part comes in they're not gonna trick you in anything They'll go over the options with you and see if you want to make any upgrades. And uh, that's what simple, transparent, and affordable means. Check them out today. Look at their Google reviews. A lot of people like what Crescent Tide has done. All
0: right, this is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on My Talk 1071, Everything entertainment. Philly cook-off going on tonight. And by tonight, I mean now.
2: I love how you bend time and space you're not bound by a conventional understanding of uh reality everything
0: everywhere all at once
2: you are inception
0: still haven't seen that movie
2: you should i you know my wife hasn't seen it
0: do you think it's necessary it sounds like it's gonna hurt my head and i don't like watching movies that hurt my head
2: so, I think that you need to stop asking the question about movies. The the question that you've been asking recently a lot is Was this necessary? <laughs> Almost nothing is necessary, Donna.
0: You're, You're right. Know, You're it's right. just
2: Would you enjoy it? Is it different? How about that? Is it a different movie experience? Yes. Have you seen anything like it before or have we seen anything like it since? No. It's. It's a cool movie to experience and try to work your way through. But if you're looking to just take your notes and have a really tidy type A, beginning, middle, and end, and here's what I learned, here's what that means, and here's what that means, you're not going to get that either. It's going to
0: expand your mind. So is this kind of like a memento, like a train spotting, like compare it to something?
2: Um, No.
0: Okay.
2: Just go in and enjoy You know, the bummer is I know you will never watch this movie.
0: Oh,
1: really?
2: See, I'm trying something different. Because I know you don't have what it takes to get through a movie like that. At this stage of uh, life, I see, I see there's not a life, chance that life. you're going to do this.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, like
2: you and Susie or your neighbor, Sandy, or whatever the heck they are. Like you guys would ever sit down and have some wine and watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read
0: it. it okay. Here's the description. Inception centers on brooding extractor Dom Cobb, played by Leo, a thief who invades targets dreams through a chemical induced shared dream state in order to steal valuable information. OK. All right. So now I got the gist of it. The There's disguise? some dream
2: hacking that's going on. OK,
0: so he can get inside someone's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Which I makes me think of my dream him. last night. My sister was trying to suffocate me. What?
2: Is that right?
0: Yep. I mean, I literally yelled out.
2: Oh, actually.
0: Susan, stop. <laughs> Susan, <me>, Susie. <laughs> Michael, yes.
2: Wait, hang on. <laughs> I just saw something this morning about a virtual uh, dream interpreter. Let me see if I can get that interpreter real quick.
0: All right, while you're doing that, Inception is the act of inserting an idea in a person's mind, which will bloom in a way of making the subject think it was their idea.
2: Uh, give me some more. Any other details with this?
0: Uh, this is the whole point of the movie. Cops... No,
2: no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry, about your uh, dream. My dream? Um, my sister.
0: Well, she was trying to kill somebody else, and like she was stuffing stuff in their mouth, and...
2: And then I'm like,
0: what's the point then- of this? And then I woke up like gasping for air and going, Susan, stop.
2: Alright, here we go. We're gonna interpret the dream. This is a dream interpreter. Dream interpreter.ai. Um come on. My sister tried to suffocate <laughs> me. All right, let's see here.
0: Oh, geez.
2: Oh, okay. Um this dream could symbolize feelings of sibling rivalry or jealousy. Alternatively, it could be a warning from your subconscious to watch out for your sister's dangerous behavior. Are you satisfied with this interpretation? I'm going to put us down for a yes.
0: I don't think so. I don't feel any competition with my relatives.
2: Not consciously, but maybe Sue does for you. Sue's like, all I've ever been is the stinky ashtray lady, and Donna's out there living a a wonderful life in broadcasting. Might I suggest you tune in at 1.30 today when oh. we have our Dreamweaver Dawn session, oh, well, and
0: listen. I could
2: actually ha- ask her the question.
0: Hey, yeah. I don't have many other details other than oh, my sister okay. was trying to abuse me and my other sister. Okay. Yeah.
2: Let's call the calf.
0: Uh, why?
2: Just to find out what the atmosphere is like during the cook-off.
1: Come down for Moose Soup after! It's always a surprise Oh no, it's broccoli cheese It's always a surprise Oh no, it can't be If you're hungry <laughs> soup Slow <laughs> <soup, soup, laughs> <soul> down <clears throat> to the surface <clears throat> It's in
0: it his face Soup at the day. day That doesn't rhyme Do Great song, though. <laughs> doobie, doobie. He's not going to pick up. He's so busy. <laughs> He's
1: so busy. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message.
2: What a dope.
0: Please leave a message at the tone. (laughs) When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. What a ninny. Hey,
2: Hey. you wiener. What are you doing? Playing solitaire? You. Dummy.
0: You're not even cooking today. What's your problem? Yeah,
2: everybody else brought all the the food in for you. They cooked a crap ton of chili and yeah. all you have to do is offer shredded cheese.
0: What what is there, like seven or nine crock pots just lined up?
2: Yeah. Oh, you couldn't make time for us, you little pansy.
0: Pansy. <laughs> that's a good one. I, <laughs> I love like that fancy. one. That's good. Crazy's all fun. right. Uh, we miss you. Yeah, we'll see you See you tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Bye.
0: Go get him, tiger.
2: You got this.
0: <laughs> All right, that was good. You got this. <laughs> um,
2: any parting thoughts as I head out to uh, Colorado on my first ever Colorado ski trip?
0: Break a leg. Donna! I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Have a great time and be careful. Thank Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Have fun. Take pictures. Post on Instagram, like I know you're going to. You're probably posting right now.
2: i have live-streamed this whole broadcast this morning. <laughs> oh Watch God. as I get ready for a trip.
0: All right, good All right, luck. Zamboni, bye. Hope your flight isn't delayed.
2: Gosh, Bye.
0: No. <laughs> bye.